0: Welcome to Holy Shenanigans. I'm your muse, Tara Lamont Eastman, a poet, a pastor, and a podcaster. In the HSP neighborhood, we encourage the spiritual practice of looking and listening for the sacred in everyday life. This is what we call Holy Shenanigans. What do you think it means to stay salty? To help us start to unpack this idea, I hit the streets as a roving podcaster to ask this question. When you hear the phrase, stay salty, what does it mean to you?
1: I've heard it used in a lot of different ways with a lot of different organizations, different functions and stuff. But to me, it means uh, don't let them get you down. Keep your head above water. But uh, stay salty is to maintain your attitude. Don't give in, don't let them beat you down. I think stay salty means be true to who you are and resist going along with the status quo. Stay salty would mean be cool, be you. It's all you, you know? Awesome. Stay salty. I think that's somebody with just a little bit of an attitude or an edge. I think it means uh, stay true to yourself. Like, that's it.
0: When it comes to thinking about staying salty in a scriptural sense, it can lead us to think about spiritual life being attended to with the salt that preserves us, that flavors things with meaning. And scripture salt is also representative of being essential to making a covenant or building a relationship based on blessing with God and with people. Theologian Marcia Y. Riggs explains the text from Matthew 5, verses 13 through 20, this way The theology of discipleship is taught by Jesus to those to whom he sends a specific call, discipleship, and to those who, because of what they see and hear in and through the work of Jesus, are persuaded to follow him, the crowds. Her definition of discipleship makes this point. God's favor or blessing comes at the beginning of the call, then becomes the root of a healthy relationship with God and humans, and then becomes a part of that discipleship because of Christ, and then human righteousness is made possible. Thus is the call to be the salt of the earth and the light of the world, with the explicit purpose to join God in blessing the world. And so this call to discipleship, this call to a relationship of blessing, is the salty covenant that Jesus speaks of in this monologue of salt and light, that with the blessing of God, followers of Christ, or the way of love, forgiveness, and grace, are blessed to be a blessing to others. This calling to stay salty does not mean relationships are without turbulent spaces or corrections like salt acts as a preservative for foods staying spiritually salty or partners in god's work of blessing can be uncomfortable and sometimes sting with this explanation of how this salt and light leads us into a relationship with the divine that is based on a broader understanding of blessing and a space for the salty along with the sweet i am reminded of a holy shenanigans story that started with a new recipe from a coworker, that led to a stay-salty relationship. When I was 18 and fresh out of high school, I worked at a clothing outlet. It was nothing like the high-end outlet malls of the current day. It was a glorified warehouse, with garage doors leading to the loading bays, fluorescent tube lighting, and cement floors for days. As a young adult, I was tossed into the working world that provided me with many opportunities to learn some salty lessons. The staff was mostly comprised of women from many different age groups and backgrounds and experiences that I had no idea of, or some that in my lack of real-world experience, I would initially be very critical of. When my naive critiques came to the forefront, this salty bunch of women would be ready to send me some salt in a corrective way. When we started to get to know each other better, to build a sense of teamwork, to in time and with ongoing effort of salt and light, and became co-workers, and in some ways, really good friends, in time, this group of women in that season would have my back, and I would have theirs. Like no one else, amidst our work of hanging and tagging clothing, sharing lunch breaks and waiting on customers who would arrive in hectic and frantic tour busfuls, we drafted and lived out an unwritten covenant of blessing as we shared our joys, our sorrows, and our whole lives. We were a group of coworkers that stayed salty. As time marched on and I no longer worked at this clothing outlet, some of the relationships with these women would carry on, especially Joni, who would share recipes of Egyptian kisses and Luna paste. And in return, myself and small group of friends would help her move from one apartment to another with our young backs and our hatchback cars. To this day, when I make Luna paste, an olive dip that requires the strange combination of ingredients like vinegar, sugar, eggs cooked slowly together to become the binder for two other ingredients, softened cream cheese and green salad olives. When I make this recipe, I remember Joni for her willingness to bless with salt and light. I remember her efforts of blessing me first, her efforts to send some salt my way when I very much needed it, and the light of good recipes shared over 30 years ago. Salt and light covenants have a way of sticking with us, even after the people who taught those lessons are no longer with us. It's important that these lessons of salt and light are passed on, that in remembering these blessings and salt and light from our loved ones past, that we can carry them into the future to remember that we were blessed to be a blessing. So on behalf of all the salty ladies, and especially Joni from the outlet store, let's stay salty, shall we? This week's poem comes in the form of an old chorus I learned as a child that I knew as give me oil in my lamp. But for the sake of staying salty, the words of the chorus have been seasoned with a reminder: to stay salty, and to be a blessing where we are.
1: Give me oil in my lamp, keep it burning. Give me oil in. My- keep me resting. Give me peace in my heart, I pray. Give me peace in my heart. Keep me resting, resting, resting. Keep me resting till the break of day.
0: I am your Holy Shenanigans muse, Tara Lamont Eastman. Thank you for joining us this week for Holy Shenanigans, that surprise, encourage, redirect, and turn life upside down, all in the name of love. This is an unpredictable spiritual adventure that is always sacred, but never stuffy. Thanks to Ian Eastman for sound editing, and for all of the folks who contributed to our conversation to find out what staying salty means to them. Also, thanks to HSP listeners for supporting our work with this podcast by way of www.buymeacoffee.com backslash Tara L. Eastman. Until next time, remember, stay salty. The world needs it, you need it, and I need it too. Stay salty. Blessing all the way. Uh,
1: Keep your head above water. Not that you get salty that way, but... but uh, If you're in the ocean, perhaps. If you're in the ocean, you would, yeah. <laughs> you just don't breathe underwater.